What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from the Front Desk. So yesterday was fun. I uh, I did a Tales from Tech support for the other channel, of course. It was a little late getting started, and then uh, just kept running into one issue after another, after another, after another. And uh, YouTube was being weird. I thought I had it all taken care of and uploaded. It was supposed to go live right around the time I went to bed between 1.30 and 2 a.m. And then the... Uh, the Spotify podcast thing just totally went kerflui. It's been acting squirrely since Spotify took over my old host. And uh, I don't know. It won't let me log in correctly. And so I can do it through my phone, but it's going to take a lot to transfer files from the PC, you know, the audio and yada, yada, yada. So we'll see how it goes for the podcast. But anyway, we've got video. All right, let's do some tales from the front desk. They're always fun. I just found my job posted on Indeed. A little background. About a year ago, I put in a vacation request for May 25th to 30th. And for a year, I've been told it's covered. Tuesday, I found out that because we're short-staffed, that it may not get approved. We're not short-staffed. I can list two people who could cover for me, but they don't want to work the weekend. I naturally got ticked and almost quit on the spot. But me and my GM talked. I let out everything I've been holding in for the last few months, about the mistakes I'm having to fix, about the 3 to 11 who won't even talk to me. She's a B, not only to me, but to guests. We've gotten countless bad reviews on her. Well, yesterday I was looking through Indeed and I come across a post for my job, making more than I make now. I decided to finish out the week, but after that I'm done, unless my GM tells me otherwise. Yeah, it sucks working in a place like that where morale is just tanked. Uh, people get away with all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't even think of trying to do, but I get it. Just like another commenter said on your post, I would go in there with screenshots and uh, confront the GM and say, yo, what's up with that? So you're going to pay more to somebody who's basically going to do the same job that I'm doing now, and I've been loyal and everything else? Genius. How do they make it? Friendly Night Audit here, just wrapping up a weird night. How do some people function? Before I arrived, lady tries to check in under a military rate. She refuses to show her military ID, proceeds to chew out the front desk agent, and threaten the GM. GM gave her the rate for tonight. Front desk warned her that this was just once and that she needed to have it in the future, and she completely understood and said she'd bring it next time. As I'm getting ready to come in, I get a call on my cell from the hotel. It's the front desk agent. Brand new, this is day two of her being on her own, asking me how the TVs work. I guess the OPM and GM weren't answering, probably didn't want to deal with Karen, and the military lady couldn't get the guide to stay on the screen. We have old school dumb cable TVs. Turn to channel 2 and wait for the scroll to tell you what's on or do a Google search for TV listings? Poor newbie gal is terrified of military Karen and didn't know what to do. Side note, while getting the overview when I got in with a couple of good natural long-term guests chatting around, I said it sounded like a military spouse looking for the perks. I have nothing against the military, but boy howdy those wives. The gentleman guest nodded and said she struck in that way too. He had witnessed the check-in debacle. I was also told the doors were broken again, stuck open. I hate that because I like the security of a locked door between myself and the late night crowd. Turns out the sliding doors were stuck open because the key was set to open and not auto, facepalm. But it's okay, she laughed at her goof and commented that she'd remember to check that next time. Day two in the grand scheme of mistakes to make, it's not bad and kind of funny. 3. Not long after they went back to their rooms, I'm getting settled in. Phone rings. Military Karen's room. I don't know what you're thinking with these curtains. They're so wispy and don't block the light. And everyone can see in and... 
but I still had the patience level of beginning the shift, so I just count my cash drawer while she rambles. When she finishes, I respond, that is definitely not acceptable. We usually have a thicker curtain on the track under the sheer curtains. If yours is missing, we can certainly do something for you. She mumbles, puts the phone down, comes back on the phone. Oh, that's much better. Click. Number four. A few hours later, ring. Guess who can't find the coffee maker? The one that's sitting on the kitchenette counter in her room. At this point, the anticipation of what she can't figure out this morning is helping me get through the last part of my shift. And to top it off, had a guy come to the doors that just seemed off. I held up a key card from my side of the locked doors. He said, oh man, she didn't tell me I needed a key, but he's on the phone with someone, presumably the person he's coming to see. I say, if she doesn't want to come down, she can call the front desk from the room phone and I can let you in. He mumbles loudly into the phone for a few minutes, then leaves. Guess she didn't want to see him after all. Or maybe he was coming to see Military Karen and she couldn't find the phone after putting it down earlier. Either way, I'm glad I fixed the door earlier. Yeah, I don't like people who are entitled. Or feel entitled. Uh, if your spouse is in the military, you may get some perks, but it's usually only with the military member. Stop trying to take advantage of that when you're not the military member yourself. Just because you're married to a guy in the military or a woman in the military doesn't mean you're entitled to those perks. Flies. Jesus, you'd think I didn't bathe or anything. Guess I'm going to have to set up one of those fancy new fly traps in here. This spring has been... How's it been where you guys are? Like, have the flies been, like, unordinarily, like, thick? Ugh. I'm free! Okay, so this isn't a story, more of a celebration. After 10 years in the industry, currently in AGM, I'm finally getting the F out. In December, I switched from my home property, which I was at for about eight years, to take an AGM position at a new property. Well, my GM is an absolute nightmare. She has no communication. Everything's my fault. I'm first call for everything. Yes, literally, 24-7. Every emergency, I'm the one called in. She doesn't even attempt it. If they call her first, she will literally call me and tell me to go in instead. She's passive-aggressive, uses me as a scapegoat with the corporate office. Her mistakes, she emails and says, I did it. Literally, I've been soured on hospitality. After a decade working through the whole pandemic, being robbed at gunpoint after being literally jumped by two men behind the front desk, mind you I was a 26-year-old female at this point, and was jumped by two grown men, I stayed through all of it. I'm finally effing free. Goodbye hotels, this next opportunity will definitely give me the best life balance for my daughter, fiancé, and myself. It just shocks me that industries can allow their employees to be abused like this and accept it, or encourage it. It's disgusting. I wish all my hotel babes the best. I'm still going to creep this because I have many stories for y'all. I haven't given my notice as I'm waiting for my background to process with my other job. There will be no issues, but I've been told this GM has walked her last two AGMs when they tried to give her two weeks. Not losing out on money for her crazy ass. Yeah, I've been soured on a few jobs in the past uh, where bosses will blame you for everything. They won't take any accountability. The company knows nothing, owns nothing. They just, they put it all on the supervisors, superintendents, managers, whatever, uh, and even some lower employees. When I was just a lowly carpenter, I got saddled with a bunch of crap that wasn't my fault. Just no need for that. Good for you for getting out. Good luck on your next career. Question. I would like to know if any of you working the front desk have a secret way of getting revenge for a difficult guest. For instance, my brother works at a hotel. And if he has a guest who is being very combative and rude, or is wearing a Dodgers hat, he'll always book that person into a room they have that overlooks and is near a bunch of AC units. I've also heard of a guy at a New York hotel that will book his rude guests into room 1212, 
Area code in New York is 212, so anyone who does not dial 9 first will always call that room. What's your secret way to get revenge? I'd have to think on this one for a while. I'm not sure I'd have any secret ways of getting revenge other than to just... Every opportunity that presents itself to me during their stay, I'd probably make things miserable. Anonymously miserable, but still miserable. How about you guys? Any of you guys work front desk or anything to do with hospitality that have that little perk, that little thing that you know you can get even with somebody by doing or by a situation you can put them in? Let me know down below in the comments. Unfulfilled requests. Okay, I get it. You wanted to have two rooms next to each other on the ground floor view to the pool. That's why you put in the request and you booked your two rooms. But no, a request is what it is, a request. You didn't book two rooms next to each other on the ground floor, view to the pool. So you should be happy if we're able to allocate you two ground floor rooms that are next to each other. That's two thirds of your request fulfilled. Don't complain. And you certainly will never ever scream at my coworker again, who just started three weeks ago and isn't allowed to assign any rooms until their walk-ins. Oh, and don't bang your geriatric fists on the reception desk again. Bones tend to get brittle at your age. People are amazing. Okay. If it was booked and deposit paid and you were told in your confirmation that, you know, you were going to get those two rooms on the ground floor overlooking the pool, fine. But if you made a request and it wasn't actually done in writing, like nailed down, then, uh, yeah, piss off. No, ma'am, I can't see reservations from all the other hotels in the world. No, I'm not lying. Yes, I'm serious. It was still slow when I got this phone call in the afternoon, which gave me the time I needed to sufficiently bang my head on the desk until either this lady gained some sense or I lost my own. Kidding, it did warrant a facepalm though, and a recounting to all the housekeepers still there about how ridiculous this lady was. So I get a phone call and answer with the standard greeting. It's someone from Central Reservation, which if you don't know is basically a software that allows our rates and availability to be updated to all websites selling our rooms in real time. They can also take phone calls we miss. For a hefty fee, so we're told to avoid it at all costs. I'd previously been on another call while someone else tried to call repeatedly, no more than three rings before they hung up and called again, and again, and again. They were finally routed to CRS, and CRS called me after they weren't able to placate this lady in hysterics. By that time, I was finally free to take the call. CRS told me that this lady claimed to have a reservation at this hotel, but they couldn't find it no matter what they searched for and how long they tried. They asked if they could connect me to the guest, and I said, sure. The rep said, thank you so much. Have a great day. I was connected with this guest, and I asked how I could help her. She said she had a reservation with the hotel and wanted to confirm her booking. Okay, easy enough. Confirmation number? She recited it for me. It was most certainly not one of our confirmation numbers. I asked her if it was instead an itinerary or booking number, since third parties sometimes generate those for reservations they make. She said she didn't know what that was. It was under a line that said, your booking has been confirmed. Uh, okay, I guess. I searched it as an itinerary number with no luck. Searched it as a confirmation number just in case, but as I suspected, nothing showed up. I asked her name. Searched by her name. Nothing. I asked her phone number. She said she didn't give any phone number when she called us to book. Uh, okay. I even asked which dates she booked for and looked through all the arrivals on that day. Still nothing. She was impatient and aggressive on the phone. Ma'am, are you absolutely sure you booked a room for this hotel? The My Hotel by Hotel brand in my town, Pennsylvania? This isn't one of our confirmation numbers. She exploded. No, that is not where I booked it. I booked a room at different hotel chain in Canada. Okay, uh, well, this is hotel in Pennsylvania. You'd have to check with the hotel you booked with. 
I don't understand why you can't just look up my reservation. Aren't they all interconnected? Uh, interconnected? Yes, all the hotels everywhere are interconnected in the computer. You should be able to see my reservation. I just want to confirm that's all. No, no, that's not. I can only see reservations that people make for this specific hotel in this specific location. You have to call the hotel you booked in the location you booked it for and ask them to find your reservation. Are you kidding me? You're being serious? Uh, yes, that's how the reservation systems work. So you're telling me that I have to hang up and go find another number and call someone all over again and just hope they have my reservation? Is that what you're saying? You'll have to call someone else, yes, but you can call the hotel you booked through and... And she hung up on me. What a crackpot. Aren't all the hotels interconnected? No, ma'am, they are not. If you want to check on your reservation in Canada, you should probably call them at that location. You ain't even in the right country, people. Interconnected? Like, she just thinks it's some big web of interconnected hotel chains. Like, they're all owned by the same company under different names. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some hotel chains that are owned by one big conglomerate under, like, several different names and different price points and things like that. But that doesn't mean all of them. I mean, seriously. People are nuts. Guests intentionally doing things wrong are confusing. I don't know if it's some sort of power play to them or if they really are that dumb. So, some context. Our reception is rounded with two computers for check-in. Because of the way the counter curves, receptionists are pretty much standing with their back to the other computer. I'm the night auditor, so I always work alone, standing with my back facing the other, turned-off computer. Recently, guests have started coming to the reception for check-in and check-outs, but walking to the other computer that I have no business with. Sometimes I sit at my computer, make eye contact with a guest, and says, Hi and they still walk up to the other PC. Yesterday I was checking in a guest and another came in right after him. Does the other guest queue up behind the other person like a normal human being? No, he goes to the empty spot and stares at me intensely. When I'm done with the first check-in, I say that I can help him next and the conversation goes as such. Yeah, I'm here to check in. Absolutely, if you can just come over here and show me your ID, we can get started. Why can't you come to me? Because my computer, a tool necessary for checking in people, is here. He just puts his ID on the counter without even moving an inch. People are weird, man. Edit. Sitting at checkout time right now. Three different people have gone to the empty spot. People are weird. People will intentionally, sometimes they start out in unintentionally, but then they just stand their ground and they just, they dig their heels in and nope, I'm not moving, I'm not moving, I'm not moving. Uh, good for you. Well, you're not checking in either. Good luck. I wouldn't do well in hospitality. Hmm. This is not boys in the hood. I was in training. Noticed there were no cameras watching the front desk. This is very odd in my opinion, so I simply asked, Are there any cameras watching the front desk? To which she replied, Why, do you plan on doing something freaky? Do you need to be watched? I simply mentioned how it would be nice to know who goes in and out of the building and see who potentially breaks in, etc. Her reply was, It's not boys in the hood, Mateo. Hmm. This post got removed because it was too short the first time, so, uh, I'm a young black man. I found this slightly offensive. I knew the trainer for one day and she said that. People always call me Snoop Dogg just because I have braids. This subtle stuff throws me off. Subtle as a turd in a punch bowl, eh? Well, I mean, I can't say that I've ever dealt with anything racially motivated like that. Uh, I mean, I've dealt with some minor stuff, you know, coming back at me, but nothing like that. Uh, mostly people just made fun of my weight growing up. But anyway, yeah, people are crazy. I mean, it doesn't matter what hotel you're in, what neighborhood you're in. You always want a camera around the front desk 
where the tills are, where the card machines are, where your employee is, who should be a valued person in your team, uh, the front entrance in case there's some sort of crime so that you have record of it to show the police, the courts, lawyers, whatever. I don't know. She sounded stupid. That's all I can say. All right, guys, thanks for giving me a little piece of your day here. And uh, hopefully tonight's uploads go much, much smoother. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Anyway, if you enjoyed everything, do me a favor. Give me a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below. And uh, if you're on the podcast format listening to this, uh, sounds like I made it through. So congrats. All right. See ya.